Um, what I love about that song is, is the, the last word in the title of the song. My living, what's the last word? Hope. Here, here's the thing. Without Jesus, you are hopeless. But with Jesus, there's hope. You know, we live in a world, let's just be honest, and some of y'all kind of know maybe a little bit from the standpoint of the, of, of the area we're in right now, um, and, and th- there's a, a horrible, horrible thing that happened yesterday in our, very own, in our own, very own backyard. And when we look at that and we look at the situations and what's going on and all that kind of stuff, and you think, man, we have no hope. We have no hope. But yet we have Christ. And because we have Christ, we have hope. We have hope. Let's pray and then we'll get started. Lord, thank you so much. Lord, thank you so much for your son Jesus. Because Lord, honestly, we live in a world where it looks kind of hopeless. Or we live in a world that's very much broken. We live in a world where there's much evil. And Lord, if we just looked at the world and looked at the outside circumstances and the situations, Lord God, we would feel hopeless as well. But Lord, if we know Christ, there is hope. And Lord, if we have hope, Lord God, that means that we can share hope with other people. And so, Lord God, I pray, especially, Lord God, specifically for our community right now, because there is a section of our community right now that is hurting, has a lot more questions they have answers. And Lord God, I pray, Lord, that this, this situation, this tragic, tragic situation brings people closer to you. And so, Lord, today, Lord, I pray, Lord, that, that if there's anything distracting us, Lord, if there's anything, even if it's from the, the last uh, few moments or maybe even from the last few years, that there's some things that we're just carrying and burdens and frustrations and anger, whatever it may be, Lord God, I pray, Lord, just for maybe this little bit of moment that we leave those things behind and we focus in on you. Because, Lord, I think about with Peter, he walked on the water. As soon as he took his eyes off of you, that's when he began to sink. So, Lord, I pray right now that you would just move in an awesome, awesome way. Lord, let this hour be for you and for you alone. We pray all these things in your wonderful, holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm going to put my title up. I'm going to put my title up. Keeping It Simple. Keeping It Simple. Let's say it all together. One, two, three. Keeping It Simple. Now, how many of y'all love when things are simple? Raise your hand. Me too, okay? Now, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Sometimes our lives, our world, our just 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 us in general all that kind of stuff it, the one way you would describe it would not be simple you would look at it and go man my 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 life is is complex the world is complex it's a little bit chaotic at times but one thing i would not say is that my life is simple but let's be honest we like simplicity right we like simplicity we, we want things to be simple and easy and, and, and smooth, not complex and hard and difficult. We want to keep it simple, keeping it simple. 
But we have a tendency sometimes, not just from the standpoint of, of the outside circumstances of, of, of kind of upsetting that simplicity, but let's be honest, sometimes we don't make it really simple ourselves. Say amen. Okay? And so here's what I want to do. I, I, I want to I bring something that looks somewhat complex. Some of y'all know what I'm about to bring out. It's okay. Don't lose me yet, okay? Because you're like, I know what this is. Buchanan, don't trick me. I know what we're about to do. I know what you're about to show me. I probably, I, I wanted to hide this a little bit, so I made the legs go shorter. I didn't want y'all to know what I was doing, all right? Some of y'all are like, I've already seen the board of Buchanan. I know what this is. All right, okay? Don't, 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 don't do anything yet. Don't do anything yet. Oh no! It's the G's again! <laughs> They've come back! <laughs> All right? <laughs> it's like a disease you can't get over. All right? It's like the cold, you know? It's like, oh man, it's just. All right, now we're going to talk about these G's a little bit, but, but before you turn me off or anything like that, because we, we've talked about the G's about every quarter, we've talked about the G's, and sometimes I bring up the G's. Uh, I, like, I like saying the G's. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> this is the first smile I've got from my son, and he's like, the G's, the G's, the G's. Like, what's up, G's? All right, sorry. Now I've totally, completely embarrassed my children. Are you embarrassed too? Are you embarrassed too? No, yes, don't know. Okay, all right, so <laughs> they don't even know what to say. They're like, uh, okay, so the G's. Can you see that? Brandon, can you see that? Can you see them? Okay, you good? All right, Andy, can you see my G's? Okay, good, all right. Some of you are lying to me. That's okay. All right, it's like I can see them. All right, so G's. Let's go over the G's real quick. All right, so grace, gather, grow, give, go. And God's right in the middle, okay? And so just kind of explain this. If you've never seen the G's before, um, this is kind of next steps. Next steps that we need to take in our Christian life. And we've kind of put that from the standpoint of what it means as not as just in our Christian life, but in also what that looks like from the standpoint of responsibility and things we need to do. But everything starts with grace. Amen. Everything starts with grace, okay? And I'm learning more and more and more that so much, in some ways, we're trying to go here before we go here, Okay? And if you're here and you don't know and you haven't found grace, I'm glad you're here. But we don't live in a society where it's about come to church, come to church, come to church. That's not working as effective as it used to. Just letting y'all know that real quick, okay? Here's what we've been missing. We push this when we should be pushing this. Okay? We should be pushing grace, all right? But grace, grace, salvation, okay? So from the standpoint of a Christian life, where does it start? It starts with grace. Finding Christ, putting your faith and trust in Christ. Now, when you put your faith and trust in Christ, hopefully the natural reaction is you want to gather together with fellow believers. So we gather together for, for fellowship and, and, and community and all that kind of stuff. And then from that point, we start to grow in our Christian life. We start to learn more about God and, and, and start to take steps of maturity. And, and where we start off as a, as, a, as a babe in Christ and kind of being on the milk. And then we slow, as we grow and, and we become more like we're on meat, not just on milk. And then from that point, if we're, we're growing, now we want to give. We become generous and we want to give of our time and of our resources and all that kind of stuff. And then eventually it comes to the point where we go out Go out from here and go and, and, and tell somebody else about that grace. Amen. Okay? And so here's the, the, so these are the five G's. Somebody finds grace. We want them to gather together, grow. They start to give, and hopefully, eventually, they go so they can bring somebody and, and, and help somebody find grace. Now, 
What we did is we said, okay, every single one of these has a, 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 a practical step that we can take um, or, or, or even a step of responsibility that we should take because of that. And so we said with grace, if you, if you get saved, the next step would be baptism, okay? So if you haven't been baptized, like you get saved, you need to get baptized. Like that's, that's what it is. Now you're like, well, how do I know I need to get baptized? Because His Word says it. Because God said it, okay? And we'll talk about that a little bit more in just a minute, okay? So God said it, so I need to do that. It's a, a baptism, an identification that y'all, y'all celebrated last week without me, okay? How dare y'all have baptism without me? Yeah, bad joke. I got it. Okay, all right. G's, five G's. Sorry. Um, so, so we have baptism over here. That's a personal responsibility, but then also corporately that we would say, okay, I'm part of the capital C church, but I need to join up with a local church, and so we said membership. All right, so there's, there's kind of the me and the we. Then we talked about gathering. Gathering, the me responsibility would be faithful attendance. That, that church is not just something that I do when I don't have anything else on the calendar. Like, it's Sunday morning. We don't have to ask, what are we going to do on Sunday morning? We're going to church, okay? All right, that's what we do. All right, so we gather together, so we make a, a conscious step there. But the we we talked about was breaking bread. Like, we can't really get to know each other in this setting, all right? Um, I, I went, I'll tell you who I broke bread with, right there, the homes. We had a good time, didn't we? Okay, right there, Brian and Brandy, they're like, don't, don't point me out, okay? Okay, so here we go. But, but we, just, we just, on a Friday night, went to Augustus, and, and, and we had a good time, okay? We got to know each other. There's things they learned about me, and there's definitely some things I learned about them, all right? Like, I, I didn't really know them at all, and then here we go. I know them now and all that kind of stuff, so we gather together, but we don't just gather here. We gather together in small ways, so we break bread together. Then we talked about growing. Kind of a, a me step would be, hey, we need, to, we need to have daily prayer and daily Bible reading. We need to get in the Word ourselves and, and, and pray and all that kind of stuff. That's how we can grow. But we said corporately, or what well, we would be through discipleship groups, life groups, whatever you want to call them. Okay, right now, about half of our church, about half of our church is going through the Continue book. And so we're, we're saying, hey, we're going to grow together, um, and we're going to see what does the Word say about this subject and that subject. We're doing memory verses. Okay, and it's actually been okay, okay, we've been doing pretty well, Andy, you've been doing really good, I've been proud of you, all right, Sarah too, good job, all right, so there we go, so we, we said that was the we, then we talked about giving, okay, what uh, kind of a personal responsibility there of me would be tithes and offerings, okay, so tithes and offerings, tithe 10% of our income, offerings, anything I give in, in addition to, okay, so why, and, and one thing I'll say about that part, by the way, um, when you give your tithes, you give your offerings, you're not giving them to the church, you know that? not giving to the church, you're giving to who? Giving to God, okay? Says, uh, one of the verses says, says bring, bring your tithes into the storehouse to be meat in mine house, in God's house. So it's not about giving to a particular church, it's about giving to God. Now, from the standpoint of, you, of the vehicle is the church, and, and, and as leadership we need to be good stewards of that, but you're giving your money to God, not so much to the church or a person, okay? All right, and then the we was serving on a team, serving on a team. All right, so we need volunteers, okay? We still need volunteers. So if you're not volunteering, we need you, okay? All right, so, and then go, go. I'm going fast, all right? Go, we said the me responsibility was share the gospel slash invite, okay? Uh, uh, Now, what's really cool is that you can do both with our new invite cards because it has the service times and the, the gospel presentation, all right? 
So share the gospel slash invite. So the goal is to share the gospel. If, 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 if you can't share the gospel that time because of time or whatever it may be, then you invite at least. But we want to share the gospel invite. And then we said the we part was community outreach, which yesterday we did the concession stand takeover at Holly Pond, the Fairview Holly Pond Junior football um, game. Um, over 775 tickets were given out for a free concession stand item. But every single family that came in got an invite card that said when the service times were. But most importantly, it had a gospel presentation on it. Okay? All right? Now, that was a big investment on our part. But, but from the standpoint of there we go, we, we showed love to our community, community outreach, but also mission trips. Okay? Because we're not just called to reach this community, which is important, but we're called to reach the whole entire world. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to try to make a big impact in Guatemala. And then, you know, last year it was Mobile. Maybe Mobile again this year. Maybe somewhere else. I don't know, okay? But I say all of that, and you're like, man, Buchanan, that's a lot. And this doesn't look very what? Come on, say it. It's okay. Simple, okay? It doesn't look very simple. Let me show you a verse. Let me show you a verse. We've talked about this verse a little bit. So Matthew, Matthew 22, 36. Now, we've talked about this section of Scripture, but we left off one verse, one verse we didn't get to. So we're going to wrap that kind of up, okay? So there's a lawyer that comes to Jesus, asks him all the questions, trying to kind of catch him off and, 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 and make him look foolish. And he says, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Okay? This is the first and great command. We talked about that, okay? So the first thing our responsibility is, what's the commandment we need to follow? We need to love God with all our heart, soul, and mind. We need to love God. This is the first and great commandment. Then we looked at this in, in, couple, in the following week. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Hold on just a second before we go to the next verse. Okay? So the first, first and greatest commandment, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul. Okay? Second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. So he said, we're going to love God. We're going to love our neighbor. Okay, there we go. Last verse. We didn't talk about this verse, but here's the last verse. On these, what, how many? On these two commandments hang, hang what? What's that next word? All the laws and the prophets. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. I want to show you a quick video, and we'll come back to that. I've been running in circles, jumping the hurdles, getting caught in that rush of doing so much. I'm feeling kind of worn out. All this checking the boxes, trying to be flawless. Has me spinning my head, catching my breath Too afraid to slow it down I tell myself to keep this up That God wants more than just my love But I've been complicating things It's just like me to overthink Gotta keep it real simple, keep it real simple
be found when love can be loud Cause love is what it's all about I tell myself to keep this up That all God wants is just my love No more complicating things No more need to overthink Gotta keep it real simple Keep it real simple Bring everything right back to ground zero Cause it all comes down to this Love God and love God Changes lives, love is all we need to make things right. Gotta keep it real simple. Oh, it's really so simple. Gotta keep it real simple. Keep it real simple. Bring everything right back to ground zero. Cause it all comes down to this love, God. Now let's go back to the verse. Go back to the verse. Okay. Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Verse 37. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Verse 38. This is the first and great commandment. Verse 39. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Verse 40. Let's all read it together. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Here's what that means. Here's what that means. Buchanan, this is complex. This is, this, let's just be honest, this seems hard. Okay? But here's the deal. Here's the deal. If we get these two things right... If we get these two things right, if we get these two things right, let me help you with this. These will be taken care of. We get these two things right. We love God and love people. The rest of it will take care of itself. Now, and you're like, Buchanan, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Now, watch this. Let me see if this will work. Oh, it's too tall. All right, it's okay. Let's talk about grace. Let's talk about grace. And let's talk specifically about the, the, the responsibilities we've talked about or the, or the practical steps that we can take. Grace, okay? Baptism. Why do we get baptized? Because we what? Love God, okay? Now, why? Now this is, this is interesting. Why would we join a church? Because we what? Love people, okay? 
because the church is a bunch of people. And so we, lo- we, we grace, okay, we get baptized because we love God. Now you're like, well, why, why, how does baptism show our love for God? Because he told us to do it. So if he tells us to do it, that, like, let me help you with this too. The, the number one goal you have, number one goal, let me say this, the only goal you have is to please God. Say amen. Number one goal, please God. This is really, this is fun. Watch this. If I'm pleasing God, but not pleasing my wife, am I okay? Oh, cowards, cowards. Okay, now we want to do both. I get that. We got, we don't, it's okay. Katie don't even know how to respond to this, okay? All right, so here we go. But my number one responsibility when it becomes pleasing my wife or pleasing God, who gets precedence? God does. Okay? And so if God tells me to do something and I do it, that's pleasing Him. All right? Now, gather, gather, gather. Why do we gather together? Why do we, why, faithful attendance. Why are we here? Why are we here? The primary reason why you're here is to worship. Okay? That's the primary, you're gathering together with fellow believers. So that step of faithful attendance is about what? Loving God, breaking bread. Breaking bread, you can't, you not, you, let me say, you can break bread by yourself. Be kind of weird if you did that, okay? I broke bread several times with myself, you can, and I'm doing it, all right? But the way we're talking about breaking bread is with other people, so that means you what? Love people, okay? Grow, grow. But personal, now this is pretty easy, personal prayer and Bible reading. Personal prayer and Bible reading. Nobody is involved in that. That is just you. So that is a step showing your what? Love God, okay, but when you get in a continued group or you get in a life group, there's other people involved, so that's a way you love people, all right? Keep on going here. Give, give. Again, you're giving tithes, offerings, okay? That, you're not giving to the church. You are giving to God. It is an expression of your love. It's an expression of worship, okay? But when you serve, guess what? You get an opportunity to what? Love people, okay? Going, going. You're like sharing the gospel and inviting. That's about loving people. Uh, the reason why you share the gospel is because he told you to. Okay? He said go. All right? So it's about loving God. Now, when we go on a community outreach or a mission trip, it's about loving people. Okay? So this is so much fun. All right. Great. Okay. We've got to keep it simple. got to keep it simple. Love God. Love people. Now, that would be like, man, Buchanan, that's a really cute sermon you just did. <laughs> but here's the deal. Here's the deal. Because everything, it really, it, it, and I know that it's a, it's a song, but, it, but, but the principle of the song is true. It all comes back to this. It all comes back to this. And so here's what's interesting. Sometimes we don't want to do what God wants us to do. They owe me. Okay? <laughs> Sometimes we don't want to do what God has asked us to do. I was going to say, asked us to do, called us to do. We don't want to take that obedient step. Okay? But here's the deal. It comes back to this. It comes back to this. If you're unwilling to do what God is asking you to do, there's two problems. Either you don't love God or you don't love people. <laughs> I'll prove it. I'll prove it. Okay? Uh, put my next verse up there. 1 Timothy 6.6. 6. 1 Timothy 6.6. 6. But godliness with contentment is great gain. Verse 7. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Verse 8. 
and, ha- and having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. Don't go to the next verse. Don't go to the next verse. And having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. So this verse is basically talking about, the section of verse is talking about contentment. Okay? And here, here's where it kind of, it even narrows down, like, where, what do you need to be? If you got food and you got clothing, be content. If you, had, if, you had, if you put food in your stomach today and you didn't come here naked, I shouldn't have said that, okay? <laughs> Those two things, like, you need to be content in that, okay? You need to be content in that. Now, here's the verse 9, okay? And they that be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition, Okay? Now, some of y'all, well, go back, go back for nine. Oh, you, y'all, y'all just next saw that next verse, you're like, oh, okay. For they that will be rich fall. Okay, now, one thing that I want to help you with, too, we have a bad, we have a bad um, perspective on that word rich. Because ma- probably the majority of people in this room would say, I'm not rich. But let's be honest, we are very much rich. We are very much rich. Because we just went, go, go back to verse 8. If you have more than food or raiment, guess what you are? Rich. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't even see that part earlier. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, all right. So anything above food and raiment, man, we're rich. We're rich. Verse 10. And here we go. For money is the root of all evil. Is that what it says? No. Money's not a bad thing. Here's what's really cool about money. Money is amoral. Did you know that? You know that? You can't get a piece of money and say if it's good or bad. Like, it's amoral. It, it, it doesn't have any morals, right? Okay? I, I, I could take, I could take uh, $100, and I could, I could spend it on really great and wonderful things, or I could spend it on really terrible things, right? Uh, the, the, it's not the money. It's the person with the money in their hand and what they're doing, right? Okay? So it doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. Money is not bad. Money is amoral. But he says, for the what? Love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after they have erred from the, from the, look at this, they have erred from the what? Faith. So, so, so our, our relationship with money has, has, has to do with our faith and pierce themselves through with many sorrows. That's what's kind of interesting. People don't understand that, but, but trying after, always, always, always chasing after the dollar, chasing after the dollar, all it brings in the end is many sorrows. Because here's the deal, it be, makes you empty. I got, people, I got people in my own family that they, they went up the corporate ladder. And you know what they look at and they go, you know what? When I look at it, at it really wasn't, wasn't worth it. I got, I got people in my family that have, they have broken, broken relationships with their kids and two failed marriages. Way to go get that money. Many sorrows. Many sorrows. Now some of you are like, Buchanan, why are you talking about money? This is just an example. Okay, I'm not talking about your money and all that kind of stuff. I know you all get weird when preachers talk about money. Okay? It's an example. It's an example. Now, here's the verse that really got me, though. Okay? The love of money is the root of all evil. Okay? Here's the verse that got me. Show me my next verse. No. Oh, did I, did I put that up there? Oh, this is great. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> but thou. Okay, so we have, so, okay, we're, we don't chase after the love of money. Okay? But here's what it says. But thou, O man of God, flee these things. Okay? So don't, don't flee those things of chasing after the world and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Like, I don't know about you, but in the end, I think these things are going to count a lot more than our bank account. <laughs> 
Okay? All right, did I have verse 12 too? Okay, all right. Thanks, Jonathan. You're making me look good. All right? <laughs> now, now the, the, here, here's, here's where it all comes together. Show the, show the next verse. Matthew 6, 24. Matthew 6, 24. No man, no man can serve two masters. Notice this. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else you'll hold to the one and despise the other. Notice this. We can't, ye cannot serve what? God and what? Mammon. You're like, what's mammon? I looked it up. Riches, wealth, let's just make it real simple, money. Can't serve both. Now, why do I use those examples for those, those, those verses? Because here's what, here's what happens. Here's what happens. When, when, when we're, we have to recognize and call it what it is, okay? There are things that God has, has, has asked us to do, commanded us to do, put in his word from the standpoint of the steps of obedience that we need to take. And yet we say no. And yet we say no. And in some ways, I think we disconnect the thing that, okay, I'm saying no to God, but yet I love Him and I love people. Like, I love God and love people. I'm just not going to do what this, what God has asked me to do. Does that make sense? Okay. Here's the thing. You can't separate the two. You all understand that? Let's go back to the verse. Go back to my verse. Go back to the verse, okay? No man can serve two masters. So I, I love God and I love people. Okay, God says, are you going to do it? Well, God, I'm not going to do that. So here's what's happening. For either you will hate the one and love the other. Because here's the deal. Either you do this or you do that. But according to this verse, if you're doing this, you're hating this. But if you're loving this, then you're hating that. You can't have it both ways. Does that make sense? Okay. And this really got me. This really got me because it really does come down to this. Whatever we, whatever we are unwilling to do for God and whatever we're unwilling to do from the standpoint of a step of obedience, and, and, and here's what I want to help you with. It's not, it's not even sometimes that, well, this makes it easier, okay? If it's in here, we need to do it. Say amen, okay? But you're like, but I don't know how to specifically do it. Here's the specific part. Guess what? who helps with the specific part? The Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, great example. I've got to tell this story, okay? I'm meeting someone tomorrow at lunch, Lord willing, to talk to them about their salvation. I called somebody up, and I said, hey, I want to have lunch with you, and I just wanted to talk to them and just say, I've never had the salvation conversation with them. They may be saved. I don't know. I've never had the conversation. But here's what happened. I went to a, 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 a deal with my um, with my son on Friday at his school, and I saw somebody there, and I, and I said, hey, I'll see you later. And as I walked away, God said, he's next. He's the next one you need to call. He's the next one you need to have lunch with. He's the next one. Now, here's the deal. I, I have a choice to make in that matter. I can ignore God completely and just do what I want to do. But that guy's either going to heaven or hell. And so if I totally ignore God, and I'm not going to do what God tells me to do, here's what I'm saying. I don't really love God, and I really don't love people. Because God's told me to do something. Does that make sense? Okay? I feel like I'm complicating this. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to keep it simple. Love God, love people. 
But here's what I want you on the other side, what I want you to understand is when we say no to God, it is not a, hey, it, we, it's not a, well, this or that or whatever, that. Just understand who, what you're saying. When you say no to God, you're saying, I don't love God or I don't love people. That's just reality. Because and the reason why I'm saying all that, because he said that. All the prophets, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So this is it. Either you're doing these two things or you're not. That's it. Does that make sense? I think everybody got quiet. Are we all under conviction? Me too. Okay? All right? Let's everybody stand. Let's everybody stand.